You are listening to Puppets News. Welcome to a special edition of Poppets. Special edition. I know. <laughs> Poppets news. We're not sure yet. Yeah, we're not. We haven't decided. It's current affairs. It's current news on pop music. <laughs> yeah. And this week we're recording something on Michael Jackson and Leaving Neverland, mm-hmm. the documentary. Uh, Dan Reed has done several other documentaries and he's well acclaimed as well he's very credible as a documentary so good for him so there's a lot of different documentaries he's Mm -hmm. done over the over Mm -hmm. the last 10 years but this one is probably going to be something that will stick with him for the rest of his life yeah Yeah, and i think it's also a very um complicated subject and topic simply because you know there are some precedents that didn't go too well we're Mm -hmm. thinking about the martin bashir documentary Mm -hmm. living with michael jackson who led to a lot of allegations and led to basically the trial in 2003 you know it hasn't been a very positive thing for martin bashir himself because he was criticized um so it it's always very tricky and uh you have to do your due diligence when you go yeah i don't want to say go against the king of pop but you know when you touch on the king of pop well he's one of these characters there's not many of them around like he's such a following Mm -hmm. that Anything sort of bad, like it, it really is like a knife in these people who follow. Yeah. Oh, like it really is something that like really does like get mm-hmm. death threats after this. Like mm-hmm. it's something that like there's not many people that that have that love by society mm-hmm. in a sense. You know, he passed away in 2009, so it yeah. hasn't even been 10 years. So yeah. it's not like doing a documentary about, I don't know, if there were allegations against Elvis, for yeah. example. You know, Elvis has been gone for a long time, yeah. unfortunately, but, you know, it's still so close from yeah. the facts and it's still so close from yeah. everyone being surprised yeah. about his death. And uh, we understand that it's for these victims, it's really, really difficult to talk yeah. about it. Or alleged victims. We're, I think we're going to use the word alleged today. Yeah. At the same time, um, the man is not there to defend himself. Exactly. And, and, you know, we've heard that from the estate and we've heard that yeah. from a lot of people. And, and yeah. I think that's if there's one valid point that is yeah. being made by the estate or people who are defending yeah. Jackson, it's the fact that he's gone and he's not there to defend himself. Exactly. So that, I think, is a valid point. Yep. Very valid. But at the same time, does it mean that we shouldn't? We should ignore these stories and ignore Ex- these people's stories. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's not something it, it, uh, to me, especially you know with this whole Me Too movement and whatever. Mm-hmm. You can't just because it happened so many years ago. You can't not listen to it. Mm-hmm. You have to, and you have to sort of see where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. But because he's no longer here to defend himself, it's kind of like well, you can choose to believe them or not, but mm-hmm. you can't really sort of have an investigation now. I, I just remember that now we had this um not a, I mean not a at at this scale obviously but there was this scandal in the, in Quebec there was this um movie maker Claude Jutra which is considered as one of the biggest movie makers in French Canada mm-hmm. um and as a matter of fact there's some these awards that are named after so they're like the Golden Globes if you want or the Oscars but they're named after him so they're called the Jutra right okay. um and then after his death some allegations came out and they were credible enough i guess for the jutras people to actually change the name and now it's yeah. becoming the the movie awards whatever it is yeah. but you know it's they were really quick to act on it all his legacy in a way was yeah. um forgotten yeah. can we divide the art from the artist or is it one thing and and you know yeah. it's it's kind of the same thing with michael jackson where a lot of radios across the world i'm not sure it's a movement that is very popular in the united states i'm not too much aware but here for example in quebec 
most radios stopped playing Michael Jackson mm-hmm. because they considered that should these allegations be real, you can't really divide or make a clear distinction between the art and the artist. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson was a superstar, an yeah. international superstar, yeah. and we haven't seen, I, I guess, we haven't seen any star of that magnitude yeah. since. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess we could say that the Beatles were in their time yeah. and Michael Jackson was. Yeah. Even Elvis was not as international as Michael Jackson yeah. was. I don't think we've ever seen we probably will one day but we haven't seen yet a star of that magnitude and it has echoes in all sorts of ways because people are defending him but also people are really quick to point out that there are some facts and there there seems to be in that documentary specifically, two different stories that are happening in parallel with very similar facts. And it's hard to believe that it was manufactured. I do think that um, these allegations in the documentary, they do seem very credible. Mm -hmm. And what I, I don't really understand is how, how are we so eager to condemn or point the finger at Harvey Weinstein, for example, mm-hmm. and deem all these allegations as credible. Mm-hmm. Some people are not willing to do the same with Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are going to say that he was cleared in a court of law. Mm-hmm. But that documentary also shows that mm-hmm. a lot of people that testified for him were actually bribed to do so, mm-hmm. although they claim now that they were abused. Mm-hmm. I think it touches on this the power of fame I, and what fame even, does to parents. It's not even just an adult onto children. Like it's like you're talking about Santa Claus or God yeah. to these kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not so it's not just some random guy. It's not like their uncle or like this is these are people that like these are people these are children that idolize him mm-hmm. and so meeting him was like this one thing but then when this when he is now starting to give you everything and he he's almost like a he's a friend you know what i mean like mm-hmm. like your age because he did act like their age when he was with them yeah that that um that because there's that manipulation and obviously he's an adult with a child there's that manipulation but for a child it, they're not even realizing it's happening mm-hmm. for it to be this person that you idolize it, it's a, on a different mm. level yeah the two people that were that, that are in the documentary that are that are uh, claiming these uh allegations that mm-hmm. are making these allegations are wade robson mm-hmm. um he's australian born mm-hmm. and jimmy Safechuck. yeah uh, roughly around the same age yep people may know wade robson a, a little bit more he is a choreographer he choreographed for britney spears and mm-hmm. sync he was in the pop video when i think joey broke his ankle or leg or something like that um he's choreographed britney spears tours like he is a big deal in like inner circles yeah and yeah. even like just like i've known of Wade wade robson from the 90s mm-hmm. and whatever mm-hmm. um and it's true in a way that yeah. his career was helped by his friendship with michael jackson sure you know sure. a lot of the people who are who are trying to debunk all these allegations yeah. are saying that he would not have had the career that he had yeah. if it wasn't for his friendship with Michael Jackson. Sure. Possible. Yeah. It is possible. Uh, and yes, he went to court and defended him in 2003. Right. Yep. And yes, he, I think in, in the nineties as well, mm. but it doesn't take away from the fact that these guys are sitting there and putting their face on camera in probably the most scandalous documentary that has been made 
in the past five years mm -hmm. um, and knowingly so mm. and you were saying something before the podcast we do we do tend to keep everything for the podcast but we were so excited to talk about it you were saying that he has nothing to gain and i fully agree with that because of all the backlash and stuff and and i think they knew what the backlash was going to happen mm. um you know you were saying that you know if britney wanted to go back to him for choreography yeah. or, or justin timberlake or, mm -hmm. or whoever in the business right yeah. they wouldn't they wouldn't because well what if fans of michael jackson come after me for hiring this guy exactly so it puts all of their careers on hold yeah they now become targets for a lot of michael jackson fans and there are a lot of people out there that are very very angry yeah leaving neverland really talks about fame and stuff but also how these alleged sexual abuse happened without anyone realizing it yeah and how slowly allegedly they kind of got caught into this web mm -hmm. and you know they have all sorts of very bizarre details you know they were saying that th there was some bell system for them to know that someone was yeah. coming in uh, that they had this mock-up wedding ceremony yeah. and then he pulls off a, a ring that michael yeah, allegedly gave him yeah manipulation exactly all these details are in my opinion very hard to manufacture and you know we have to look at the fact that it's not the first time that there are some allegations against him yeah. um you know in 93 there was this chandler boy that tried to go to court mm. and they michael finally settled for 23 million dollars yeah. back in 93 it's it's a lot of money a lot it's, of it's money. a lot of money today but yeah. with inflation it's even a lot more right. yeah. um and finally in 2003 following the documentary with martin bashir living mm. with michael jackson they actually went to court yeah gavin and, and with gavin exactly yeah. and and that's also touched on in never leaving neverland because first of all one of them was called by michael jackson and refused to testify mm. of on yeah. in his favor yeah Jimmy and the, Schaaf, exactly Schaaf, yeah. and and rod actually did uh testify for michael jackson but under yeah. a lot of pressure we've you know yeah, but uh, it, it goes back uh, with that sort of thing like i i also i believe their their allegations mm -hmm. like i've i'm a fan of michael jackson like yeah. i growing up i like loved michael jackson he's a music genius yeah like it doesn't take yeah. that he away was from magic him. and exactly and, um so it was rough you know to sort of come to terms with this because you kind of like i don't listen to his music generally anyway since since he's died mm -hmm. but if it's on you know it's nice to hear and it mm -hmm. does put you in a good mood some songs but after seeing this it really is i really do believe them and it really is hard to sort of like listen to his music or yeah. to watch his videos um yes but the thing is with manipulation is that even them as an adult he's still being manipulated by michael jackson mm -hmm. so that's why he did uh, testify because in a way you want it because michael jackson was to them everything you want to you have this loyalty to like protect him mm -hmm. even though he, he may have done these things to you because you you want and you can also tell that like michael jackson being that yes he's a, a musical genius but he's also a very flawed person with a lot of issues mm -hmm. and um and you want to like I, I, the mothers were saying in this documentary that they felt like the, it, he was their son and that you want to protect them so when he does need something from you even though because he's given them everything um when he needs something for you you run right away because that's 
part of the manipulation in a mm-hmm. sense, right? Because you have you know that he's he's a flawed human being that you want to save him, you want to protect him, you want to be that friend that pulls him mm-hmm. out of 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 that. And that's why like if you l- listen to like um documentaries and interviews with Lisa Marie Presley, she sort of has said the same thing that she wanted to be the, that person that mm-hmm. pulled him out of those, those drug issues. She wanted to be that, that, that savior to him, yeah. but there's no saving someone like that. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, and he, as he got older, he increasingly like made himself, um, not available to many mm-hmm. people. And mm-hmm. so when he did let people in, you felt special. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when he did call you or did, when he did call Wade Robson to testify after not hearing from him from a while, you feel special. Oh, he's pulling you back in again. And he yeah. needs your help. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. You talk about Lisa Marie Presley because in the documentary, they actually, I don't remember who out of the two guys are talking about that, but there's one of the two alleged, um, accuser or accusers that say that Michael actually told them one day that he was he, he was going to go f- with a woman at some point yeah. he, he was it needed to happen he needed to be in a relationship with a woman at some point to lift all these um, speculations yeah. right and and if you if you want to believe this if if you think this makes sense well it actually supports the fact that he went for Lisa Marie Presley because she is royalty she's music royalty as well she is the daughter of a music legend elvis changed the game well it's just it's just this thing of like okay imagine the king of pop okay and he was big back then mm-hmm. um marrying the daughter of the the king of rock and roll it's just like, exactly you can't write anything no. better than that you know what i mean like no. it, it really is mm. it's like wow you yeah. know what I mean? and people went wow exactly yeah yeah and and in a way it did if if we believe these allegations are true in a way it did serve his cause um you know yeah. we, there are some interviews with him and lisa marie presley yeah. you know sitting down talking about these alleged accusations and Mm -hmm. and you know they're brushing it off both of them so was she were they really in love a lot of people were questioning that or was she just a tool for him to this dog i I don't know about that but this documentary raises the question yes and if we get into that like i've i really do like lisa marie and and um, yeah i think she's great yeah Yeah. and i've watched interviews with her and she still claims that you know she loved michael they had a a real relationship Mm -hmm. but i think i remember even when i was like little and watching them i was like this does not seem real Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people still have that thing, but she holds, you know, she's steadfast that it is a legitimate relationship. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I do believe her. Like, I do think that like, I do, I do believe her. I don't think she would lie about that. Um, but it does seem strange. It does seem yeah. strange. Like a lot of yeah. details about his life. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are talking about Macaulay Culkin. Um, and rightfully so, because he also testified in his favor at the 2003 trial. You know, they were friends, or it's again, it's always weird to say that you're a friend with someone who's nine when you're 30 something. Yeah. Um, and Macaulay Culkin says that nothing ever happened uh, with Michael yeah. in regards to sexual uh, allegations, but he does claim that he did sleep in his bed. Yeah. Um, there's this maid woman that was working at Neverland, which I don't remember her name. 
And uh, she testified at the 2003 trial and came out recently as well. And she testified that she saw Macaulay Culkin, Wade Robson, and she claims that she saw these guys going into Michael Jackson's bedroom and and that she saw Michael putting his hand in one of the guy's um, underwear, yeah, yeah. pants. And, you know, her testimony was deemed not credible at the 2003 trial because... Macaulay Culkin and Wade Robson then went and said, no, this is not credible. Nothing happened. Wade Robson today says it did happen to me. So it raises the question as to did Wade Robson single handedly saved Michael Jackson from going to jail? Because if he and and I'm not putting the blame on him, because obviously he's a, if if this all happened, he's a victim of abuse. And and there are some patterns that that are, makes make it really hard for them. We know that now that make it really hard for them to come out against their abusers. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people take it to their grave mm-hmm. are being abused and never talk about it mm-hmm. ever. It's never going to come out because it's an uncle, it's a father or whatever it is. It it happens all the all the time. And the Me Too movement proved that because there are some allegations that that are allegedly stuff that happened in the 90s that never came out until now and the in the 80s that never yeah, came out 70s, until now so yeah. it shows that it is a reality but it also raises a question as to if wade robson or anyone who now says that it did happen to them went on and testified that yes it did happen to me would michael jackson have died in prison in 2009 possibly so mm-hmm. possibly so because well of course there is a reasonable doubt in in the eyes of a jury and that's that's just normal, right? Yeah. They've done the job that they had to do with yeah. with the case that was presented to them. Yeah. Um, and now we know that, or these people claim that yeah. they lied under oath. They they do say why so, why they're coming out now. Um, yeah. These these Wade and and James uh, have both had children in the last couple of years, um, and I guess that does change a lot of things when you do sort of look at that child um and you think like i wouldn't want this to happen Mm -hmm. to them and you sort of come to terms with it and after that documentary there's an oprah special as Mm -hmm. well and you can tell that like james you can tell that like he's still being affected by it Mm -hmm. like he's even though he's had kids and he's trying to get his life together and stuff he still struggles with this Mm. and like just by his demeanor um he's not as comfortable in front of the camera as well as wade right he was perhaps less true put in front of he also has said in the documentary that he had struggled with with a lot of years of like drugs and Mm -hmm. and 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 substance abuse which and people like to say that that you know Michael Jackson did help them with their careers yes you know he may have helped them with their careers or Michael you know Michael had helped them live some sort of life that yeah, they would a, not a, have lived true, otherwise a more of a comfortable life but then does that is that a trade off for struggling with substance abuse cuz again if this didn't happen to them would they have abused alcohol or drugs right so it's, it's, i don't know we wouldn't we wouldn't know yeah. but what we know is there are some patterns when yeah. people who who were abused yeah. they do tend to fall into a certain pattern of self-abuse yeah. and, and self-destruction yeah. i think it's interesting you're talking about oprah because being a victim of sexual abuse herself mm-hmm. she's made hours countless hours of television about that she says that out of that thousands of hours or hundreds of hours of her oprah winfrey show she spent 270 something hours on like on abuse that, yeah. and just trying to get across a certain um topic mm-hmm. or a certain idea about abuse mm-hmm. and she says that 
in those 200 and something hours of her doing that, that uh, Dan Reed is his name. Yeah, Dan Reed, the director, got that point across within within the, the four hours of this sort of documentary because the documentary's two specials, both two hours each, I think. Mm-hmm. So she did praise the director for doing that because she spent countless hours trying to do that mm-hmm. on her show. Like Oprah is a power, like Oprah is another yeah. sort of powerhouse, yeah. kind of like Michael Jackson in the sense where yeah, it's like, absolutely. There's, she's countless fans, countless people love her. Biggest and, platform in the United exactly. States. And she's one of like, she's the biggest in her field, the same way Michael Jackson <laughs> absolutely. was. Absolutely. And if she's supporting these she supports these allegations. So it's one of these things where it's like, you can't ignore that either. And, you know what I mean? and let's not forget one thing. Yes, Oprah did countless hours of television yeah. about abuse, but she also devoted a lot of airtime to Michael Jackson himself. Yeah, she had a she, special in, in, in Neverland. Yeah. She had, you know, she had multiple yeah. specials. When he died, he had, she had a special as Yes, well. and she, she was close with the family. She went to interview them. Uh, she went yeah. and interviewed uh, the Catherine, the children. She had... Yeah. Jan Jackson's been on there Janet several times. has been yeah. on there. So it yeah. has been a platform for, for the Jackson, and, and it benefited Oprah as well. Yeah. So for her to come in some way against what she has yeah. done in the past, I think it says a lot because yeah. it for her, these allegations must be extremely credible. Yeah. For her to flip around and say, yes, I did devote so many hours to Michael Jackson, but I, I think that this is... And she said it herself. She says that and I have it here. She says that leaving Neverland is bigger than Michael Jackson. Mm. And in a way, it's true. Yeah. Um, and I, I want to talk about that after the break. I think we're going to take a break cool. now. But I think after the break, we should talk about what is going to be the um, effect of this documentary on his legacy. And I want to talk about the estate and the family because I think it's a very interesting uh, yeah. part of the story as well because obviously they have a lot of financial losses to be expected in this whole story Uh, so we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back yep hey listeners i hope you enjoy this episode so far my name is matt and i work at mouton where we help new podcasters get their shows up and running so they never have to worry about anything but their passion Mouton can assist you with the creative process, production, montage, artwork design, sound design, distribution, partnerships, and more. Our team is young, dynamic, and guess what? We're affordable. Head to www.gomouton.com to get in touch with us today. That's G-O-M-O-U-T-O-N.com. I can't wait to witness your podcast journey. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Hi friends, before getting back to our episode, we have a little favor to ask. Because we want to make this show as successful as we can and build a community around pop music, it would really, really help us if you could subscribe to this show wherever you listen to it and give us a positive review. We would also like to take a minute to thank you for making it this far into the episode. We hope you enjoy this podcast as much as we enjoy recording it. Now let's get back to the episode. So we're back from break. So to maybe cap off this episode, we're going to talk about, I guess, the family. The family has denied all these allegations, has uh, condemned this documentary, as they would, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. Like, they all have something to gain from Michael Jackson, you know, music and it being streamed and people playing it. And so this is not going to bode mm-hmm. well for that. When we're talking the family, we're talking about his nephew and the Jackson Five. So I think it's brothers. every. I, th- I think it's everyone. Latoya so far hasn't come out. 
No, no, I, I um, don't. I don't think anyone will say anything except for the brothers. Really, I think Latoya. Latoya is going to take this as an opportunity to be on TV. That's yeah. her only claim to fame yeah, is her like, being the sister of. Yeah, and she's going to. She's yeah, and she's generally her and Jermaine are generally the voice of the family. Uh, I think. I think we're excluding here in this situation Janet. Yeah, Janet's um, a separate entity. I don't think Janet will say anything. She never said anything about her brother's I don't think she should either. I think that I because think she, she has a separate career completely. I she feel- has her own claim to fame and the moment she associates herself with Michael Jackson, she has a lot more to lose I think than to gain because you know, a lot of people right now are very critical of Michael Jackson and the way you know, this documentary paints a picture of him. She doesn't need to go support him publicly for the fans See, of Michael Jackson to like her. Yeah, no, no. Exactly. You know I mean? She has exactly. more to lose than but to I, gain. I think that she, you know people that don't that believe these claims yeah. could still say, "Well, Janet has nothing to do with that because she never even came out yeah. to support him." So do you know what I mean? Like she has sure. she but has think, more to lose. I think people want to see that from her, but I don't think people want to see that she's going to take a stand. So I don't think people. I don't think she yeah. will comment. No, but she's I don't not. think people want to. I don't want to see her comment on this. I know and that she she's going to love her brother. She never did, and that she's going to support her brother, so she doesn't have to say it. Yeah. Um, so when we're talking the family were excluding in this yeah. case Janet for sure the brothers have come out they have said that that they you know deny all the claims and again mm-hmm. they you know the, I, I assume that they make somehow some money from the estate it may not be going into, into their bank account directly mm-hmm. but I think maybe through their mother they might be getting some money they do tour as the Jackson 5 without Michael mm-hmm. obviously yeah. my mom and dad went to a show at like Casino Niagara or mm. Rama or something. Mm-hmm. And they do have a snippet where they, you know, have that single microphone in the middle representing Michael mm-hmm. and they kind of have like a montage of mm-hmm. him. So they they make money off of the idea of the Jackson 5 and Michael. But the uh, Jackson 5 is Michael Jackson. True. That's but, the thing. But you're right when you say they have a lot more to gain than Janet, for example. Because Janet doesn't need the money from the estate. Uh, Catherine is, is generating revenues from the estate. Yeah. Anyways, we think because the thing within the state you never really know who's the beneficiaries is the whole point Um, but assuming that she is making money of course she probably most likely supports all of her kids that don't necessarily generate the revenues uh, that they perhaps wish they did Latoya okay sure she was on the Masked Singer how much money did she make off of that and she's living in a very glamorous life so she is probably benefiting not directly but through someone else from the estate and so the the brothers especially because they're touring on yeah. you know as you said with the Michael Jackson image and stuff Janet doesn't need that money yeah. she's never so she has nothing to gain yeah. but we need also to understand when they say because because the main argument of the brothers in the estate is that these two people are going out now to make money but what money is there to make you're not because making any money from you can't the you're not making any they they, did, they weren't paid for it nope. they're they're probably going to lose or not going to be able to get jobs off of that simply yeah. because the, the Michael Jackson estate is one of the most powerful estate in music yeah. because they own the Beatles they own Michael Jackson they own a lot of mm-hmm. they they are extremely extremely powerful mm-hmm. so if you go against Michael Jackson, you go against the estate. If you go against the estate, chances are you might not be able to work in the industry as you did before. Mm-hmm. So they don't have a lot to gain from this. I don't know yeah. how they make their money right now, right? But if we flip this argument the other way around, mm-hmm. yes, the estate, yes, the family has a lot to gain from shutting down this documentary or mm-hmm. rebuting these allegations. Mm-hmm. They are doing all these interviews with the hopes to keep his legacy alive. 
to in a way benefit from yeah. it again yeah uh, and of course i'm sure you know there are some emotional reasons for them to come out as well because you don't want your brother to be seen as you know this this abuser and stuff and yeah. and i I'm sure they believe he's innocent. Mm. I'm I'm sure yeah. they, in their heart, believe he's innocent, yeah. and it's a normal reaction. But yeah. they also have. We have to keep in mind they have a lot to lose in this story. Yeah, but yeah, again, in June, June twenty fifth, twenty nineteen, will be ten years since Michael mm. Jackson has passed. So we'll see how that contributes. You know what what will happen in June when it comes to that sort of thing. This documentary is just a start of something. I think if more allegations were to come out, yeah. I think um, the only way that these uh, Wade Robson or or James Safechuck could make money is if they now release a book detailing more or detailing stuff that maybe wasn't featured in the documentary. And you can't hold um, it against them because that that would be the, their only source of revenues sure, right now. Because sure. they yeah, they're not making any money from this documentary. It's all Dan Reed and HBO that is making the money off of this. Mm-hmm. They arranged this that way for exactly. a reason because they knew that anyone who was going to come after them would say you're in for the money. And the only reason yeah. why people say that it's because yeah. a, a lot of people believe that in 93 all the family wanted was 23 million dollars. So so I think I think that really stayed into like people's mind up until today like oh yeah. if you go after Michael Jackson you're going to get money. Yeah. They're not, you know, they're not going after Michael Jackson because he's dead. And you can go after the estate because it's not Michael Jackson. It's Michael mm, Jackson's it's estate. estate. It's a different entity. Yeah. Yep. So they have nothing, literally nothing financially yeah. to gain from yeah. this. And you could tell that, like, while watching the documentary, mm-hmm. like, there's a sad feeling because you do see a lot of footage of them as children. And I have nephews around the same age. And mm. it's just like, it is... Um, it's sad that if this were to happen, and again, they were so innocent, and you could tell by, like, there's video of them when they first meet Michael Jackson, you can mm-hmm. tell the excitement in mm-hmm. their eyes, and if I could think about when I was a kid, if I was meeting anyone, or if it was, like, Santa, or, you know, going to Wonderland, or something, like, just the excitement of, like... It's the only comparable thing yeah. to meeting Michael Jackson is like, meeting, meeting Michael, Michael like, Jackson. Like, there's nothing yeah. that compares to it. Well, even seeing the actual footage of them doing mm-hmm. that, and... Like how yeah. her eyes would widen up, and like mm-hmm. it's just it, it's uh, it's so innocent as well, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah th- there's one thing like you see these kids and stuff, and you see Michael Jackson, and you're because st- because you haven't heard anything, you know, the documentary starts, and you see photos of them with Michael Jackson, you're like, whoa, it's Michael Jackson. Yeah. Like there's still this thing where like he is, or he was the the biggest star on the planet. So you see a lot of these photos, and then they talk about the abuse, but it's it at some point you click, but it's hard at the beginning to kind of associate what they're saying to being or to allegedly have happened at the hand of Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson. Like yeah. you see him in the photos, you're like, hey, it's Michael Jackson. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's such a recognizable well, face and it's such like a, an icon that when you speak about these abuse and you see photos, <laughs> it's hard to like dissociate the superstar well, from... It's- an interesting thing is that, like in the in the Oprah special, mm-hmm. uh, one of the the guys are saying that that um, he would wake up in the middle of the night and Michael Jackson would be would be crying in the corner because the next day he would be leaving or something, mm-hmm. right? Oprah asked, like, did that scare you or like what did, what did you think? And he's like, again, as a kid, he thought in his head that like the entire time that maybe he was gonna be transforming into the werewolf mm-hmm. because he saw that in the video. And that's how young and innocent yeah. they were, is that like when you see Michael Jackson crying in the corner when you wake up from sleep, are you thinking that, oh, he might, is he turning into the werewolf right mm-hmm. now? You know what I mean? A lot of the people 
online are saying, oh, what? it's the parents' fault, it's the parents' fault. Yes, it is the parents' fault to some extent, but these poor kids had no chance. They had starstruck parents yep. bringing them to Neverland yeah. uh, and the leaving them with Michael well. Jackson all day long. Yeah, and the parents were groomed of as well. Course. Yeah, so. Of course. As, as, as for his music, um, have you listened to Michael Jackson since? See, I, like, I wasn't listening to Michael Jackson beforehand mm-hmm. um again michael jackson's something that if it comes on at a wedding like if beat it or like billy jean i doubt it comes on in I, like, the next five years <laughs> i'm sure it will come on at weddings um like, I, I still think it will hit a note like again it, it will be weird because mm-hmm. when halloween comes will thriller be played I don't know. That's the thing. I won't listen to his music now, mm-hmm. and I don't listen to R. Kelly music, but I won't listen to R. Kelly music anymore because mm-hmm. of all these allegations. But with Michael Jackson, I just won't listen to it, mainly because I wasn't listening to it before, but on the other level, because of these allegations, and I do believe these allegations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's a complicated thing, isn't it? I was, because um, c- I've been watching so much like interviews and stuff like after leaving Neverland, and, and the YouTube algorithm kind of like pushed a lot of Michael Jackson in my feed thinking that you know they don't you know they associated leaving Netherland with Michael Jackson right and um I kind of wanted to see how my view of him was going to be affected like if I watch these videos and I and I watched um remember the time Mm. the video looks good like everything of course it's a different time but it it looks good but it's the lyrics for me like he goes you know remember the time when we fell in love and you can't stop thinking like is was he writing these lyrics about Boys. children like yeah. it's it's for me that's the thing because a lot of his songs talk about love for me that was really hard to well it's listen an interesting thing that. it's like when you listen to like janet music or you listen to adele you can clearly or kelly clarkson or whatever you can clearly tell they're they're talking about someone or they have experience with this that has inspired them like with adele writing someone like he was from a past relationship you can tell it's clearly from from her heart and yeah. what she was feeling knowing michael jackson's story he was never really in love with a woman he was never so him talking about love and yeah. him talking about like being lustful after a woman you know bad being mm-hmm. like bad and like he's in this gang whatever michael jackson didn't know anything about a gang you know what i mean like yeah he his music and him sort of transcends again my nephews and stuff listen mm-hmm. to michael jackson and love michael jackson mm-hmm. and can quote michael jackson parents having kids are they gonna play michael jackson music we'll see in time yeah. how it affects and maybe we're gonna be able to have another <laughs> discussion sure. about this sure. um the one last thing that i wanted to touch on is i guess it's a bit more marketing but um i have a company with a uh, partner of mine um I, I wrote an article called Leaving Neverland, The Clash Between Conventional Media and Online Communities. When the documentary came out or was aired for the first time, we could see a clear divide between online communities who would like go out and defend him no matter what. And that was the like the main thing that we would see online. And then you'd watch stuff from conventional media. And I include here like Vanity Fair and and CNN or CBC and stuff. And they would deem this documentary as very credible. And it gets you wondering like what would have been the impact on Michael Jackson's career after the 2003 trial if there was this online community to defend him no matter what because the conventional media was really really tough on him in 2003. But of course, yes, the internet sure was was there, but there was no social media, there was no YouTube like we know it today, there was no Reddit like we know it today. So what would have been the impact on 
on that. So if you guys want to go and check this article, it's on tocreative.co. Uh, it's on our blog. Mm-hmm. It just, you know, I, I, I've seen for myself, I've seen a shift in the way we treat information. You know, we have the president in the United States that says that everything is fake news. Uh, and is it, you know, has this played into the culture of we don't believe in stuff anymore? I don't know. But I thought that was very interesting as well. Yeah, I, I guess. Thanks for listening. Um, yeah. We hope we've been considerate talking about this subject especially because you know it involves real people yeah. and the, also yeah i don't want to hear anything from michael jackson fans that's not worried yeah, about don't come for us like, yeah like yeah. we have nothing <laughs> um so yeah like it's just our opinions and yeah we might be wrong yeah you never yeah. know we might be wrong leave us alone all right um we'll see you next time in yes. uh in- Pop news, was it called? Yes, Pop It's News. Pop It's News. Yeah. But like, don't come just, after don't us. Don't be like, hateful. There's yeah. too much hate in this world. Yeah, we're nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Okay. Bye. Thanks for listening to our show. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to our podcast. If you want to support the show, please give us a positive review on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen to the podcast. Do you love pop music as much as we do and want to stay up to date? Like our Facebook page. You can also visit our website at www.popets.ca, where we post articles and content about music. Finally, if you like the way we sound and want to know what we look like, follow us on Instagram. I'm at Andrea Lee. And I'm at Will Hilson underscore official. Thanks for supporting the show. We'll see you soon.